Stephanie. And I'm Summer. And you're listening to Broke and Broken. <laughs> because we're both. The podcast about living your best life by getting real. Welcome back, Broken People. Our guest on the show today will be Valerie Lambert. She's a mom, an activist, and an academic. She's also a citizen of the same nation as I am, the Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma. Now, Stephanie, you and I haven't given much background about ourselves to our listeners, but we're both indigenous women, so of course that gives us a different perspective on life and things as most people. Yes. (laughs) Definitely, right? Absolutely. So when I interviewed Valerie, I went there expecting to talk about one thing, but it turned into something else, like tends to happen, you know, Uh (laughs) nothing in life ever goes as planned, but that's great. So I went actually into thinking we were going to talk about her activism and what we ended up talking about was more personal and about relationships and things. And so a big portion of our conversation was about polyamory or non-monogamy. And of course, us being indigenous in our ways, you know, we've got a lot more exposure to um, non-monogamous relationships and accepting of those sort of family dynamics and makeup (laughs) than a lot of Americans. It's true. We have different worldviews. We have different, you know, historical and family and clan perspectives. True. So can you tell us, give me some of your thoughts about your experiences with poly relationships? You know, I I grew up in Oklahoma and, you know, I spent time, of course, with my family. Um, I spent time with a a lot of Christianized people. And um, I say Christianized. I I am a believer as well, but my my life and my experience has been very different from uh, what is normative for uh, European descendants. And I say that kind of with a little bit of a, a laugh because I, I'm, my mom is German. I'm actually a dual national and a, a German citizen as well. But in the United States, with the, the British colonial structure that came in, it was, it was very patriarchal. Now, in, in my family of origin, from my dad's side of the family, one of my grandfathers had three wives. They were sisters, which is pretty normative, um, in my experience at least, in, in tribal marriages, because sisters get along better. So, um, but in any case, one of my great grandfathers, he did have three wives. They were all sisters. Um, he married Chickasaws, and you know, it's one of the reasons why I always joke that I I can't ever marry a Chickasaw because I typically find that we are related related to all of them. <laughs> sharing a man but I won't share with my sister (laughs) those are my those are my solid lines that's my boundary like no not my sister so you didn't learn to share as a child you can't share as an adult in other words I think no I don't mind sharing a man I think the difference is and it's not just biological sister like I love you honey you're my sister I am not sharing a man with you and I Right. I think what it is is I I value my relationships with my sisters more than with a lover. So I am not going to risk messing up my sister relationships by getting a man involved. (laughs) So So, well, what is what is what is that that saying? 
having, you know, um, a girlfriend is, is forever. And, you know, some people don't have that same experience with marriage. So oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, understand where, I understand where you're coming from. That's what so. my auntie taught me. She said, are your, your sisters, your, your fam, your friends are your family that life uh-huh. gives you that biology didn't. And those yes. are the lifelong relationships. She always told me noholo people, which is our word for non-natives, <laughs> People yeah. who, who believe differently than us, who have a different worldview, that they have it backwards when they say everything that your your spouse or your lover, it's all the same word in our language. We don't have a differentiation. You're either together or you're not. Uh-huh. Our uh-huh. word for husband, boyfriend, all of that's the same. It's literally your man. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, that's, that's what I called my husband as well. Exactly. You know, and, and, and that's all I had to say, you know, right. my hatak. And everybody knew who he was and what his role was right. in my life just it, based on those words and you know my creek name that I used for him as well it was just man right you know because he was mine right which <laughs> is kind of I funny I mm-hmm. saw a I saw a uh, a friend uh, and she's a native too announcing and like falling all over herself about getting engaged the other day and I'm like okay why are you so excited about being white people married to us he's already <laughs> your husband so okay <laughs> Great. I don't know, but it is very different. Um, (laughs) It's it's very different. What 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 partnerships? What what family? What those relationships look like? And so I think this is a a great opportunity for us to talk a little bit about what what um, what our family structures look like, and you know how how we keep those things in mind. You and I have talked quite a bit about family and, Mm -hmm. and having children and what that what that looks like as well you know for people who um you know know their clan you know it's it's kind of those who've lost their clans and you know that's that's often the case for for families due to uh, boarding schools and you know people um not wanting to talk about that part of their life because they didn't want their their children to suffer the discrimination that was was so commonplace well not just um, discrimination literal threats to their lives i know when i asked Uh about our clan i'm one of those who doesn't don't know my clan because when I asked uh-huh. about it she literally cried and said I can't tell you because you're a child and you might tell someone and if uh-huh. the church finds out we're talking about it they can tear your our entire family apart and she was literally afraid for our lives because she had been through boarding school and her her and her siblings had been through boarding school and they were traumatized for their entire lives because of the experiences they had there that's heartbreaking you know and it's you know, I'm I'm thankful that you you had that close relationship with your aunties who taught you as much as as they did, and far more than than what many people you know even have have the privilege to to know. You know, I don't want to to go into specifics. You know, we right. know our house and our clan and my family, and it's you know when I have an interest in someone or or they have an interest in me, that's one of the first things you talk about. Who's who's your family? You know, <laughs> who are your what's people? Your clan? <laughs> who who are your relatives? Because you know. There were really big families. I mean, you can imagine one husband, three wives, how many children there were. And once those grandkids started then marrying, it out, multiplies I mean, very fast. Just, it <laughs> multiplies very quickly. So, and I, and I have talked about mm-hmm. we, we go about four generations. So, right. you know, who, who are your, your parents, who are your grandparents, who are your great grandparents, and who are your great great grandparents. Right. So, it's, it's an important thing. It's an important thing for us to do. And I don't want listeners who aren't familiar with 
our tribes at least of course every culture is distinct and different so it's different for everybody but in our case I I don't want them to get the wrong idea and think it's very patriarchal or what have you that only the men can have multiple wives (laughs) in our case at least in Choctaws I'll only speak for my people but in our case historically prior to invasion and colonization and the you know the oppressive reach of the church and you know started the shaming of our women prior to that we were allowed to have uh, multiple men as well and it has carried on through the generations it's just been much more hidden in recent generations and well even the other way around like my grandfather's father Uh had two wives he had my grandmother my Sapotni who lived Uh on one house and then the other wife lived on the other side of the allotment so there were Uh two wives and that was done Uh openly but then in my grandfather's generation which would have been the second boarding school generation Uh um and since then it's mostly been hidden almost every man in my family have had multiple women (laughs) and everybody knows it but everybody pretends they don't because it's not because it's not socially acceptable exactly things that you know it's one of the things that that drives me absolutely crazy because we'll have um you know, people will say that's not Christian. Yes. I'm like, but, but, but your, your, your pastor solicited a prostitute. Come on. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's stop. Which stop I completely being. support their right to do as long as she was consenting. <laughs> as long as the sex worker is consenting and happy to do it, I'm fine with that as well. <laughs> Well, see, see, I, I think his woman's got to agree, so. Well, <laughs> that's, between that's between them. That's between them. That's not my business. That is between them, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to even so. ask. That's not my business. <laughs> but, but you're right. I, I mean, as you know, I spent four years involved with a man as his second. I didn't like to refer to myself as second wife. His, uh-huh. his, his wife, his first wife, she is the one who called me that. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> call yourself um, like how did you uh it, it varied depending on what was happening um but because he there was all the shame and he is a christian as well and uh-huh. so he was afraid of the judgment and so we were never open um fully public you know uh-huh. people who were close to us knew several people uh-huh. figured it out um, uh-huh. A lot of people who knew all three of us just assumed he and I were having a, quote, affair. Um, in fact, that's how a few of the people who initially knew found out because they confronted. Uh-huh. <laughs> she or, you know, they confronted one of us and we're like, okay. So yeah, well, um, we need to have a talk with y'all. So Right. Um, and so, but we weren't open and that was part of the problem and that caused a lot of stress, a lot of strain and it caused a lot of tension and within the situation. So I don't think that the hiding is a good thing. Um, I would not be second again without it being open. Um, Uh I don't mind being poly, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be willing to say I'm going to be with just you and nobody else other Uh than the two of you if Uh it's not open because that just that dynamic did not work well yes and ultimately well, I, I think it's what mm-hmm. contributed to the the end and the breakdown right of the relationship. exactly yes. and but mm-hmm. I, I do think a lot of that is due to the shame and the religious mm-hmm. shame that's about it um in fact he's the plains tribe so there's outlook on it's there very different they're practicing mm-hmm. but it's been illegal in those tribes are the u.s government actually passed laws to, uh, you know <laughs> making so them 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 practicing uh, polygamy to be illegal so you know that makes things more complicated too and I think it makes the shame deeper in their 
communities, and so it's something that you don't talk about, even though most mm-hmm. a lot of them do it. But See, I don't think the government has any role involving itself in in, in marriage. Period. I agree, um, but in that yes. particular situation, it was just like the allotments were for us. It was a deliberate mm-hmm. attack on breaking up the families and making it harder. That way, they mm-hmm. couldn't oppose the federal government. I don't mm-hmm. think they they really didn't care about the structure. <laughs> they didn't really care uh-huh. that they had multiple wives. It was more about separating them physically and making sure that they couldn't work together and have their family unit. But yeah, I don't I don't know what I called myself. I I he teased me about being second wife. I told him I couldn't be wife because in their ways you have to <laughs> when when they would take a captive, the captive could become part of them if they earned their spot, but you had to assimilate. And I said yes. Choctaw Choc- Choc- women don't assimilate, so I can never Mm-mm. be your wife. <laughs> So I usually my call Ishki, myself his side girl. Say, right, well, well, and my my Ishki would tell me you 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 cannot marry a plant Indian either. That's not gonna work. You know, I was not warned about that until after this. Um, and I had also I had also uh, for a minute and a half dated somebody from a different Plains tribe and that's what I and nobody told me till after the fact and they're like don't date west of I-35 in Indian country <laughs> if you're from like from a southeastern tribe because we're not compatible with the we're Plains tribes the cultures it's are so too I- different it's so ironic, you know, when when you talk to to people who have zero experience with with any communities, um, any tribes whatsoever. They they just collectively say Indians. They have zero idea that there are over <laughs> over six hundred separate and distinct nations with entirely different languages, customs, and and ways and family structures and oh, you know our it's cultures just, are it's so different. <laughs> You know, and I, I, I know for everyone who, who's raised within their community, you know, um, it's really difficult because they want to to assume that, you know, Lakota, Dakota, you know, Nakota, Dakota is, um, you know, what it is to be to be an Indian because that's what they've seen most plainly represented on television. But that's not got anything to do right. with you or me or, or most indigenous people throughout this country. So, you know, they didn't even get their imitations right. So... It's a very different experience. So, would you rather be first wife or second wife, Stephanie? (laughs) Or would you rather have more than one husband? I could never have more than one husband, you know, I'm a serial monogamous, but um, I did have a discussion with my husband, um, you know, because I explained to him, you know, of course you met him, and mm-hmm. um, and he just, he, his eyes got really big, and he just shook his head, and he said, there ain't no way I could do it to you, uh-uh. <laughs> but the thing, you know? what you have to remember, they're in separate houses, that's quite yes, part of our way, know. they're in separate houses, so the beauty of it is, when you get tired of him, you can send him to her it's it's time for you to go over there and then you don't have all the work you only have half the workload (laughs) all right so let's move on to our guest we'll go on to valerie and then after everything wraps up we're going to take stephanie out and find her a couple of husbands so that we can go away (laughs) well two two halfway good ones does that work out i mean the math is there I don't know, Summer. I think I'm going to stick to my monogamous ways. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> 
Today's guest is Valerie Lambert. So thank you for being with us today, Valerie. Thank you for having me. So when we first met, we were both speaking at this event about violence against indigenous women. And I spoke mostly about my experience as a survivor of sexual assault, um, which I haven't actually, I don't think, gone into on the podcast, but I'm sure it'll become relevant at some point, and I will. And you were speaking about surviving domestic violence. So can you um, tell us a little more about that and the activism work you've done in the area? So um, that was probably the, uh, when the, I first started speaking publicly about it. Um, I was with him for uh, five months, but we were friends, like best friends, for 12 years. Um, and then I made the mistake of thinking it should be something different because, well, that sounds like I'm victim blaming myself. I try to avoid that kind of talk, but there are things that I recognize now that I'm like, mm, I shouldn't have ever, right. that was silly. But we underestimate love and all that jazz. And so um, we were together five months. Um, he violently assaulted me several times. The last time was very significant. The second time I told my daughter um, because I knew that I wouldn't allow her to think for too long that this was a okay thing. How old was she at the time? She was... <laughs> Okay. 13. Um, yeah, just turned 13. She turned 13 while we were together. Um, we escaped that. The last time he assaulted me, he could have killed me. And um, we, uh, it was my, <laughs> it was my first full-time semester at OU. Um, and so um, he destroyed all my school books and all my work clothes and all my everything and my laptop and my um, bartending stuff and everything and it was six weeks until finals um, and so um, we moved we silently started I mean I told him he had to leave my house it was my house so I was in a different situation financially I was the one that worked he did not um, kind of situation which helps then as opposed to when you're it financially for sure helps but as far as information out. being out there oh. there's no information That's about true. how to get someone out of limited information about there's limited survivors that are like you know it was different like I had to figure out how to get him out of my out of my home mm -hmm. um, and that was difficult um, but I didn't call the police which was I think probably what the that's what my thesis and my undergrad work really centered on was women who don't call the police okay. um, because for various reasons mm -hmm. um, and so um, instead of I don't know I dealt with it but I also dove into it academically it was at the beginning of my academic career and I just kind of started researching this is it. how you analyze everything everything research right attack. everything <laughs> like research and attack wrote like a 40 page thesis interviewed eight or nine women and um, yeah but it was the stories it was the connectedness yes. it was the feeling like it's a shitty sorry no you're fine okay. no I um, cursed perfectly okay. on this it was it's a shitty club no one wants to be a part of it but okay. when you are around someone that has there's this immediate kind of different sisterhood and you feel each other because even when you're trained and I'm not taking away from people that are advocates in the community but if you have never been there it's very different you do not understand so yeah so those were some of our experiences and we're almost seven years removed from that now so you mentioned looking back and, and seeing in hindsight decisions mm -hmm. you wish you had made differently. So does mm -hmm. that change the way that you go about dating and things now? Oh, I know yeah, I'll does. never be the same. <laughs> yeah, I'll never be the same. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But also in a good way, too. Like he, um, 
there was a lot of decisions that I made back in those days that are different than I should be making. And he was the height of it. He wasn't the only. Right. He was the worst. <clears throat> you know? So, yeah. yeah. So it changed who you are? Oh, yeah. I don't like to give him, like, sometimes I'm like, but you know what I mean? Sometimes, I do. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. ew, there's a fine line there. Because, like, I remember I was in the beginning of a weight loss journey, too, when me and him were together. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. and so it was, like, beginning. And I remember one time we were sitting there, and he said, well, at least this stress is doing some good. And I was like, oh, no, oh. motherfucker. <laughs> I'm, I'm running at 260 pounds. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? Right. And then... And then I remember one time I was sitting there and, and me telling him, like, uh, I'll, I'll be sitting on a boat one day from this. You're always going to be doing the same thing. Right. But I'm going to use this and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it and I'm going to normalize whatever I can, however I can. And uh, maybe write a book one day. We'll see. Right. I don't know. But you <laughs> meant this for evil. Podcast. Right, or right, 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 right. My mom always said, you meant this for evil. I don't know if it's in the Bible or just my mama. I give her credit for stuff sometimes, so I don't know. Either way. Um, but she always said, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. Okay. And so, um, but yeah, I was drowning. And sometimes you just have to drown. So, right. Yeah, just have for to sure. Figure it out. Okay, so you, I want to say recently, but it seems like it hasn't been that. Time gets away from me. Uh, you're a co-founder of uh, Oklahoma Sisters in Solidarity. Yeah. Can you... <clears throat> Tell us a little about that, what you do, how it started. <clears throat> so, um, I've been an activist a long time. I don't know. I've, I've had this, like, vague, um, I want to do this with my life. I want to make Oklahoma better for women and girls. Okay. Oklahoma is super not good. Um, <laughs> in a lot of ways, I love it. It's my home. Such an understatement. <laughs> right, right. I'm trying to be right. It's uh, my home. This is where my land is. This is where my people are. Like, um, But there's some things that need to happen. Definitely. Um, I don't know. After the, uh, I did a lot of things solo and just in different capacities. And after um, the election of Donald Trump, <laughs> um, I was in grief in a way that I've never been from something that I didn't personally like until death um, or, you know, effectiveness like that. Um, and so um, the day after, I think, the ninth. Um, I made some kind of, I took it old school. I threw a um, old school feminist um, consciousness raising in my home, invited people to come into my home and, and, and sit and talk about what we felt and what we do next and what the fuck, man. Like, where do we go? What do we do? And I met Vicki Lavastita, uh, Vicki Moore. Um, she was one of the, I think she was the only person I didn't physically know prior that oh, came. Really? Mm -hmm. okay. And um, uh, she was something I needed, and I was something she needed, and she took my chaos and my, oh, this is the things I want to do, and I don't know, and I just want to do all the things, and, and she was like, we can do all the things, That's and good. yeah, Find you need balance. that, right, 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 <laughs> you need that, and so we just formed an alliance, and um, she pulled me in to do something for um, one of the Pantsuit Nation had a workshop. And she knew I had teaching experience, so she pulled me in, and I don't know, one thing led to another, and we just, we were like, let's do something different, and so we, we did. Last year was a really good year for us. We're not a non-profit. I don't want to be a non-profit. Um, I don't, I, I don't, uh, I'm not at a phase in my life where I want people telling me how to do my stuff right now. Mm -hmm. I've got enough things to do, and right, so it is just me and Vicki, it all is just grassroots, it all is just, um, 
and there's been fluctuations, you know, life happens and, and right. stuff. And, and I failed at pride this year. I didn't raise money for us to walk. It felt horrible. I have also been going through some stuff in the last eight months and I have to, so summer, you just, you have to be where you're at, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And so, and I've done what I can. And so then we always hold ourselves to these well, you know, you're a strong We're woman. hypercritical of ourselves. Yeah, these Even ridiculous standards, right? Like these ridiculous standards. That's what I was thinking yeah. about on the drive over here. Uh, <laughs> about how most of the time I have no idea what I'm doing. But what's most important is that you just keep doing it. You just throw shit out there and see what sticks. Something will work and whatever does oh, it, you adjust you and learn. you keep moving. Yep. And you just stay on the hustle and eventually yep. things will, you will work out. Yep. And you can pull any people into that. That's how change has always been made. You know what I mean? People that are like-minded. Right. And I knew I've spoken on one of y'all's panels. Yes. That was, up, yes. Which was, which was, was so cool. And that's yes. My I, first one. Oh, that was the first one. I think so. It was, what was yes. that? International Women's Day It was Day International Women's Day, yes. Talking to Oklahoma activists. Yes. 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 That was really amazing. I met wonderful people yes. there. So you, I think you may, you're making more of a difference than you realize. Because you're, Ditto. you're networking people, and, and there's been a lot come from those things. So. Yeah, no, that was amazing, and I was honored that you agreed to do it. Oh, I, pre I appreciate being asked. Any any chance I can help in any way, I'm always right. there. Right. Sleep is optional. I'll sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> I just feel like the need's so great. Like, any time that I can help in any way, I'm just trying to do it or, you know recruiting other people right <laughs> come help come help that's what it is though, right look at the problems right come help. right seriously we're <laughs> drowning you oh know right right but and that's I feel like what there's it is. weights being tied to us continually yeah. too yeah but the more that there that there are more of us there are and even so my mama went to the um to the rally yesterday uh, yeah, she did, and uh, I, I had to work. That panel, yeah, actually. the panel. Yeah, her. my mama. She 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 was like, I just I feel like I need to. She's like, I don't understand. I feel like this is a thing, and I have to. And and I was so proud of her because she represented us. You That's know what I mean? I had to go to work, and 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 people have different schedules. We also forget that. that right. That, um, I think no, we might not, but a lot of people lot forget of people that that people yeah. have to work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so. Um, but she did, and I was so proud of her for going and, and doing great. that. Like, if, when I told her, I was like, she was said, how many people were there? And I said, you know, it's more important to be one of 50 than it is to be one of 100,000. You know what I mean? Like, it's important to show up. And, I, and I'm not saying there were 50 people. I have no idea, but I, I was just I giving, wasn't there. I think it was actually hundreds, but. Um, I can't do rallies. Yeah. I, I'm, anxiety. I, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do the crowds. Yeah. I can't do yeah. the anxiety. Yeah. The age. Everybody has something I they used can to do try. Though, right? I used, I used to try and I used to make myself like I did when there was the, um, yes, all daughters yeah, yeah, rally yeah. here in Norman and, and things like that. And it just, it's too much. I, yeah. can't, I can't handle it. Um, I'm in bed for three days. Yeah. Um, so my, <laughs> I help organize, I get supplies, and then I send people, I'm yeah. like, guys, I just, I can't anymore. Yeah. I've reached a point yeah. in my life where I'm like, no, I have to be able to take care of myself and my kids, and I cannot right. do that. So right. you guys who are, who don't have right. the same problem I do, who can manage this, right. y'all go do this, right. and I'll be here with whatever I can do. Right. So. Well, and you have to know what kind of activist you are. I know that I recognized that years ago when we organized, my daughter actually organized a, um, you know, the AHA, the Abolish Abortion People that compare abortions to <laughs> yes. slavery and are those the, the Holocaust, yeah, with their missed fetuses, yeah. Uh, uh, the, excuse me, the miscarried fetuses, those are not abortion pictures. Um, but yeah, so my daughter did that and, and I helped her because when you tell your kid her whole life, you 
fucking stand. Right. You stand. You stand whether you stand alone. You stand for what's right, and it doesn't matter who thinks what. And when you tell them that their whole life, and they're like, hey, mama, what are we going to do? You got to show gotta stand. You got to show. <laughs> but I was there, and these young people, <clears throat> those guys stand and yell, and they wow. engage. And I can't deal with the engagement. You're not going to be in my ear telling me stuff because I'm going to, you know, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> there will be confrontation. I'm not, yeah, I'm professional, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm Southside. We, we can talk, you know what I mean? Um, and, and it was bad, but these kids, these young, young, young people were like, we can do it. And they, I was on one side, and they went over, and they held blankets up. And they could stand Aww. there, and these people were engaging with them. And I told my daughter, I said, you have to know what you can do. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm going to turn around and tell you where you can put your misinformation. Right. That's a nice way to say it. Restraints. Um, right, right, right. Absolutely not. And, and, and I have a huge intolerance for intolerance. <laughs> yes. I'm so not a judgmental person, but when you come at me with misinformation and, and, and thinking you're at a higher level because you're, you know, I don't know, whatever, you're better or whatever, then no. I'm judging you. I'm, I'm judging, judging you. you. <laughs> I'm not judging you. Looking and judging. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so you mentioned pride. Mm. So. Yay, gay Christmas. On the, <laughs> gay Christmas. Woo! Okay, so on Sunday, which is the day the parade is, yes. which is why I never get to go to Pride on Sunday because there's too many people. Yes. <laughs> so I always go on Saturday, like Saturday. Yeah, I didn't go at all this year, but last year it was like Saturday yeah. morning because there's fewer people. Yeah, for sure. I also got in trouble for taking my kid. <laughs> His oh, dad was not happy. Oh, that's silly. It's a family-friendly place. People have such misinformation about what Pride is. I mean, oh, he's very yeah, that's problematic. Oh, that's problematic. You know, at the, the time, world. I was also in a polyamorous relationship with a man and a woman, and that was a horrible thing. He was fine with her being around our son until he found out we were in a relationship, and it was a big issue. Well, of course, because until it takes when it comes from the fantasy world of what a man thinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. it was yeah. ridiculous. But yeah. In any event. We can definitely, yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can visit about that for a minute, too. Um, I have some I'm things sure to say. We'll yeah. <laughs> Because there's also another comment someone made to me the other day about this that I want to run by you to okay. get your response. Okay. It's a common one. So. Okay. But I want to hit this. Uh, okay, I yes. really loved this Facebook post that you made about um, pride itself. Okay. Um, so if, if I can get you to kind of read that and sure. then elaborate on it for us. Okay. Uh, so what some of y'all don't get about pride. It's the one space of the year where I can be with a woman in the middle of whatever. Um sorry and the odds of there being some asshat who a thinks i'm a porn movie come to life b has a warped version of the afterlife c is so threatened by the fact that his golden penis isn't required somewhere <laughs> that he becomes violent or d some fucked up combo of all three is reduced by like a lot we walk in the hetero cis world every day and it's not all rainbows and butterflies there are people that think we shouldn't be alive. It's fucking dangerous. Yes, we have come a long way, but you are wrong to think that being queer is safe in 2018. It is safer. There's a difference. Pride is our world. It's our people. It's normal. We welcome you there, but remember we're the, quote, normal ones here. Don't be a douche. And baby gays, not everyone is your friend. Adopt a gay big sister or brother. It's, you, it's your community and hydrate. Happy Pride, y'all. Oh, definitely hydrate because it is so hot out it there. It is, a lot of the times. <laughs> it can't be all booze and fun, right? You gotta drink some water. <laughs> okay, so let's unpack that. Okay. There was so much there, but I really loved it. Okay, so thinks I'm a porn movie comes alive. Let's yeah. go there. So, okay, let's go there. So, 
oftentimes um, men like the ideal of two women being together. Um, well, sure, it's hot, right? Yes, uh, it is. It's super hot. Um, so, but then when it, when, when, but I'm not your porn movie come together. You're so, not? Right, I'm You're not. not your object? Right, right. Your no, I'm not your object. She's not your object. I just don't know what to think about Right, this. is that not crazy? <laughs> and I have gotten violent reactions from this. And so, like, it's a, yeah, that's definitely a thing. Like, um, and it's usually, you know, they're very homophobic, right? So, like, that's your, what I don't the understand. Movie How thing. you can be homophobic, like, right. be aroused by lesbian yeah like asshat douche it makes me wonder if there's if they're inner that that in that group that's so homophobic because they have that internalized hatred of their own absolutely homoerotic i don't know i mean no way to i have no way to scientifically study that but that's my suspicion but there are studies that show that like only one and a half percent of people really fall on the very extreme sexuality is fluid i believe most people are in the middle middle, right so like i'm 97 percent gay but there is three percent of me that is tapped into by a certain Just like an algorithm so i like sex with women better fair enough it's um more um so hetero this is gonna people are gonna be like what the fuck it's but okay, like heterosexual that. sex is centered around the penis very much so so it's yeah. very much penis in the vagina good times which is good times the three percent of me agrees with that right loves that part right but with lesbian sex um there is no one way right so like all the ways are possible and i'm just an all the ways okay. kind of person um, and so, um, convincing men to try a lot of those things doesn't no, work and, because and, they're very, and I right, like, it's right, it's very penis centered. And, and, and I can get that. Like, and there's another misconception, like we like penetration, like people that are like, why, what, why like gay women? Like that? Yes. Do you yes. really don't think that? No, that yes, this has been like, a thing. Yes. Like it's such a thing. And I'm just like, wow, what do you think? Yeah, so there's a lot going on there, you know what I mean? And so, like, I enjoy, I'm polyamorous, exploring, ethically non-monogamous. I am exploring define, this. Let's define ethically non-monogamous. Okay, um, so, um, I know we didn't unpack that very no, much. No, go ahead, we can go um, back. I'm very ADD, it's fine. Oh, good, good, because I'm a hundred different thousand ways, so. Um, so, uh, I've always been pretty anti-relationship, like, I'm... I'm single. I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. This is my house you're sitting in. It's my kid. I raised her. <laughs> like, we're good. You know what I mean? Right. It's my car. Like, I have my own shit. I do my own thing. I'm going to do what I want to do. Which I call just being grown. But right. Yeah. I am. I'm grown, <laughs> right? And so I've always had this adverse towards, like, I think marriage is a good theory, but I'm not about property. And if you don't rec- recognize, like, the patriarchy in marriage and how you became your from your father's property. Like, I have some issues Which with marriage. Which is the whole name change. Yeah, I'm not changing my fucking name, yeah. right? So, like, there's some things there. and But I uh, definitely don't that got me all started because now we're talking it's marriage okay, and I'm like ah yeah. um <laughs> so like I've always been very much I'm single I'm gonna do what I want to do I'm a very sexual person I'm gonna do what I want um and I can I'm grown right. um and and women are sexual beings and that's okay too um I met a woman last year um that I felt I felt her energy before I knew her fucking name and I have felt this that's way a couple, yeah until it's gone and then it's fucking devastating that's you know true. what I mean like that's um, or if any of this even if it ever never does go away it's never gone it's I mean we've been broken up for a while I'm, I'm yeah anyways 
Um, but she's married. And um, and so I was willing to explore this. And mm-hmm. what's interesting and weird about it, we've been, I, 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 it's making me more relationshipy. Like before, I would just be like, like what? yeah, look, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. And now I'm like, okay, we should have some basic kind of, you know what I mean? There's, non-monogamy doesn't mean you do whatever the fuck you want. I have hard boundaries, like as what in. What are your boundaries? Oh, like my friends, my family. Mm-hmm. If you want to be with them, have fun. You won't be with me. You know what I that's mean? Fair. Like that's a hard that's boundary. That's my boundaries for me. too. Yes, like, you, it's a good boundary. Sh- I, I have no problem sharing, but I'm not sharing you with my sister. Right, right, right. <laughs> this, this is just a I mean, we're I not. No, like I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. So that's definitely one of them. Um, how early do you disclose your rules? Um, is this something you talk about with everybody you go out with? I tell. I am. I mean, I don't really. People come at me a lot more than I like, actually. Like, I have the random creepos be like, oh, my God, I think we're, I just think we were really meant, and we should be together, and we should get to know each other. I really dig you. No, you've seen a fucking picture of me. Right. And, or you've, whatever, seen a post or whatever. No, you don't fucking know me. You don't know anything about me at all. No, we're not anything. And so I'm, people get on my nerves as much as I love them, you know what I mean? So, like, no, I disclose that pretty quickly. So, like, um, I'm queer. I am non-monogamous. Um, these are things I'm not going to change. Um, but I do non-monogamy differently. I, mine has evolved a little bit. Okay. Um, there's some uh, misconceptions that, the, that people have in general. Okay. <clears throat> like that non-monogamy usually is about a man wanting to... Multiple women. Right. So in the research I've done, both personally which is fair, and... I've been in that which is fair, before. Right, for sure. And, so and I prefer to arrange Right, it. right. <laughs> right, who's not I, I prefer to have multiple men, but you know. You know, right. But so there's that ideal. But then, um, but in reality and in my research, personal and as academically, because, you know, we study stuff. Um, it's what is, actually... What is it about our personalities that make us I'm do like, that? I need to read some stuff about <laughs> I this. every year. Yes, I need to overanalyze this. Um, but in my research, it's more about... A woman missing women being in a heterosexual relationship for years and, and missing and not in every situation but in many that I've uh-huh. seen um, and there's this primary relationship right because you build a life with someone that's what our society teaches us to do. Right. Um, I've never bought into that at all in any form um, and well, see, I did. I was married. I was yeah. married. I was with him for 13 years. Yeah, gosh. And then I found once I had, um, but I never bought into that you have to get everything for one person. Right, and so I found that I don't, because I have strong relationships and they're all with, with women in my life, you know, that I don't feel the need to necessarily have a... I don't like to use the word traditional. Uh, but it typical is a thing. relationship right, right, with a man. Right, 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 right. Uh, right. I'm okay with having casual relationships, or I don't want a man to come in and be. I definitely don't. He can't be the man of the house. I'm a child right. woman. We don't do that. Right. This Amen. Just for me too. Right. This is my shit. <laughs> See. My yes. You, when you yes. leave, you'll take your shit with you. Right. But everything in here is mine. These are my kids. You're not there. You're not. Right. You don't right. miss it. And. So I don't feel like I'm missing anything. And right. I think that's part of it is if we have these strong relationships where we're getting, you know, all this emotional support and fulfillment, we don't really feel well, that void, I don't think. I think that people, it's a freedom thing too. Like I'm, but I, I'm always going to be my own primary. 
Okay. Like, so, like, where the, I don't like hierarchies in relationships, but I understand why people in polyamorous need those hierarchies, right? Because you're, like, you know what I mean? People, that's the thing. Um, but I'm in a different phase in my life. Like, I'm an empty nester. I'm 38. (laughs) Like, you know, I've been an empty nester for two years. Like, I went from being a 17-year-old kid in my mama's house to being a mama. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I want to do... I like the freedom, the public, the, the same things that bother me about polyamory <laughs> still bother me about polyamory. What is that? I a, I'm super jealous. I'm super oh, possessive. Really? This is my house and my friends and my people and my stuff and mine, mine, mine. <laughs> I am those birds on Finding Nemo, mine. Yes. But then also, also simultaneously, because I'm this very walking contradiction, uh, I, I, I recognize that, that we need to do what we want. You know what I mean? Like right. people are like, so it's making me work on things. And, um, I think that, that it's an interesting route. I did not give it up when I, I'm not giving it up. I think that I'm going to continue to work on the things that bother me about it. Excuse me. Um, and you make it up as you go along. Yes. Definitely. So it's all about communication. And if, um, things kind of pop up and you figure them out or you don't, you know what I mean? Right. And so, yeah, so that's my stance on that. And I think that, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I have limited experience in, in that because I have limited relationship experience because okay. I've always just been just, I'm just single. I'm, I'm a single person and I still am. I mean, so. So if you're, you're, you're being single and you've got, you know, people you're seeing or having sex with or whatever, do you guys ever have that conversation? Like, do you, I guess, the thing, the phrase ethical non, non-monogamy, yes. I, I hear a lot of okay. debates right. about what's required in that. And some people think you're supposed to disclose right up front, you're not the only person I'm having sex with or anything like that. My stance has always been, if you don't ask me that question, I don't, I'm not obligated to answer it as it, long as I'm being safe with everybody. Right. You got to be safe. So, That's I don't know. Rule. Where's the line there? Um... So, for sure, safety is always a concern. Um, and, like, I, if I was to have sex with a random person, I'm not going to call somebody and ask. I've been seeing someone for a few months, and, mm-hmm. and she's cool, and she's now exploring non-monogamy because she's into somebody that's non-monogamous. The right. same as, you know what I mean? Like, it'll make you do, it'll make you explore that. Um, and I would definitely tell her before I went out with someone. Like, mm-hmm. she, she knows that I have conversations with, I mean, there's certain people I've never given up, you know what I mean? I I talk to my ex, I talk, I have a baby mama, I have, you know what I mean? I have people that I'm, and I'm not going to explain or answer to, but I think that you have, there's a certain amount of respect that comes to that table. Mm -hmm. So no, I don't have to disclose to her if I want to go out with someone because I'm fucking grown and I'm going to do what I want. (laughs) As a matter of respect, I would, if I was going to go on a date, sure, I would tell her for sure because I would want that done for me, you know what I mean? So, like... Do you um, feel like you have to tell the person that you're going on a date with, say, if maybe you don't even know them that well, do you feel like you're obligated to tell them straight up a relationship with her? I mean, we're not together. (laughs) We're not... I don't want a girlfriend. It's weird. I like... No, I get it. She's definitely my lover, for sure. Um... Yeah, no, I'm pretty up front out the gate because you should know what you're getting into. Like, I'm, you know, like, I'm never gonna be, um, you can't be someone's everything. I don't fucking want to be. You know what I mean? It's like, not reasonable. It's not reasonable. And I'm not gonna pretend to be someone I'm not. So, mm-hmm. like, for years after, back to the pride, for years, uh, my first, not the first female lover I had, but the first woman that just ever 
There's been two. And the first one rocked my fucking world oh, the really? same as at 22 as the one did at 36. <laughs> um, and um, we were together off and on for seven years, but back then it was a different time, right? Like in yeah. Oklahoma, like these baby gays and they're precious with their, I am who I am at 14 and I love it for them. I'm but like, it's very different. It's different. It's different. And I'm like, Super different. And I don't know anybody oh, when we were young no, that felt safe coming no, out at that age. No, no, it was a weird evolution. I can remember being, I mean, I was five. Her name was Kelly. She was short and thick and had long, like, I loved her so much. You know what I mean? I had a huge crush on her. I didn't really know what that meant, but, yeah. and I, you know, but I did forever. And That's I still so love, sweet. I know. <laughs> um, and then it was this thing of like, oh, sex is cool with me. It was an evolution. I'm written something about it but I haven't shared it anywhere yet because like I it's it's it was an evolution and and I started where I was comfortable I started sleeping with my homegirls you know what I mean you right. go where you're comfortable and mm -hmm. so but this woman rocked my world I, I I fell in love with a woman which was not I was not prepared to do are we I ever don't. really prepared to fall in love? I guess not, right? <laughs> I guess think it's not. just our brain's way of playing tricks on us. Maybe so. It's, it's a lot, yeah. <laughs> mess up your life. <laughs> it's a lot, and and that was a long time, and there wasn't the I wasn't involved in the community. I think that's why it seems like maybe I've come out again as an adult, like because of my aunt Essie, um, died in the Mayfair tornado here in okay. in Moore. And I was 19, my daughter was 11, and literally our worlds wow, were turned upside down. was that long ago? Yes, it was that long ago. I remember, yes. I was in Norman that night. Yes. I lived in yep. Norman at that time. Yeah, it was, uh, it changed our, I mean, it was just, it's one, there's moments in your life that are befores and afters, and that right. fucking affects us to every, forever, because she yeah. was important, and it was important. Um, but um, after she died, it went from, I guess if I was in jail, <laughs> And there was no one to have sex with. Oh I would probably have sex with a woman. If I was in jail. Right. Like oh, I'm like geez. trying to go to jail, so I can no, I'm just kidding. Well, back I mean, we then, right? <laughs> yeah, we didn't you weren't out. There was no community. And so it went from that to being like life is fucking short. I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna do what I I'm gonna be who I am. And so, um and yeah, so it went from that and then after my first uh love, uh woman, female, whatever, mm -hmm. she um I she scarred me. Men have tried to kill me. Women have fucked me up on a whole different level. I wish I was <laughs> totally 97 okay. straight, three percent gay. That would be great, but I'm not. And whatever, I love y'all, but like, <laughs> fuck man, y'all fuck me up. Um, and so it did traumatize me a little bit. Like she traumatized me. You know what I mean? We were together seven years, and it fucking traumatized me. Right. Um. I love her still to this day. Um, I still dream about her and shit, but like she traumatized me. And so then I, I dated in quotes men for a long time and then I would just sleep with a woman on occasion. Um, and then I was like, damn, I wanna, I'm, I'm, was that, what was that? You know what I right. mean? Like what, what's going on there? And, um, but yeah, no, I'm pretty gay. And uh, <laughs> like, I just, you know, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's weird and, and I don't need anybody to, to be like, oh, well, you don't, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, you're not gay. There's this, you know, this person, like, whatever, what is that? And I'm like, that's none of your motherfucking business. Right. I, I, I like, don't you understand don't get to why, identify me. I don't understand why people think they should do that. No, no, I've what? been having that because there's been a lot of people asking me, because I've been talking more openly about, uh, like, being poly. And Everything. Cheers. I've only, I've only had one relationship with a woman, right? 
And of course, there was a man involved there too. So, mm. which was a whole. That's other not the fun way to do it. Well, there was a no There was kidding. with both. There was separate. We had separate relationships right. in it together too. But, right. Um, yeah. There's I, lots of ways. I to haven't do. been in a hurry. I haven't been in a hurry to to date another woman because it's she hard. was. Yeah. When that she ended, was, there was a lot of, I realized there was a lot of petty and a lot of jealousy and a lot of triangulation that she was doing, and it was pretty cruel the way things ended yeah. with her. And so I haven't been in a hurry, but that's not really yeah. anything about, you know, who I want to be with. It's right. just recovering. From yeah, that. there's a recovery <laughs> period. There's a recovery right. time. When was that? Uh, that ended just over a year ago. There's a recovery time for sure. And, um, I mean, I think that's why I'm trying to convert <laughs> Convert. I'm not really <laughs> trying to like I don't necessarily want to date someone that's in a couple right now because like that was my first experience and and there were things that I was so new and I didn't yeah. understand anything and I have only and being in love like that like I don't ever care to love someone else like that again twice in my life I'm good man like you can have <laughs> other relationships right. and you can be but that that intense fucking just my God, it, it just fucks you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it is so rare and it is so beautiful, but it is also so, it's so, um, it's intense. Yeah, it's intense. And, and if you can heal it and you can, I mean, and it breaks your heart, right? Mm -hmm. So you felt that twice and I'm not either with either one of them women. Right. They're both alive. And that breaks my fucking heart every day. And I learned all these things, right? So like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to convert monogamous people. Maybe you don't know that you're not monogamous. You <laughs> Maybe maybe you're you just tried being, it? right maybe you're just fed this ideal like we are in society no, I think that is a big thing because I've I've, I've talked to people about exactly that's why because I've been a side girl um sometimes with their permission right. sometimes with not their knowledge right. and I you know I know people have some people have an issue with that and you can email me and yell at me if you want. <laughs> um, or not <laughs> I don't care you call me whatever I don't care. <laughs> However, if you're the wife of any of those men, I probably don't want to hear from you. Right. <laughs> right. Or maybe we should talk. Right. I don't know. Either right. way. Um, I really feel like at least around, I'd say probably 98% of people who are supposedly monogamous aren't. Aren't. And it's, it's that ethical pretend. part, right? It's that ethical part. Like, let's talk about things. And uh, my current, the lady I'm currently dating, she was, she was like, you know, hearing you talk and stuff, she was thinking, she was like, just think you slept with a whole lot more people than right. you actually do and I'm like I reserve the right to right you know what I mean for sure and 10 years ago right <laughs> well everything people get on my nerves now and like like oh you want to fuck me well sure I'm sure you fucking do what else what, 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 <laughs> give me something different it's yeah. the approach you know what I mean like I'm a 38 year old grown-ass woman I have my own shit going on it does, it's not a compliment for someone to want to have sex with you. That's not a fucking compliment. You know what I mean? That's not a fucking compliment. Um, but yeah. Although sometimes it is convenient. I mean, like, for okay, sure. You know. Right, for sure. But yeah, it's a don't tell me your name. You don't need part. to know where I live. Right. <laughs> Let's get this done and you can go. Right. Please don't <laughs> even come to my. Yes. Oh, no, I don't take them. To no, house. my house <laughs> is my private space and it's just, yeah. But my reserved right to, I think it's about experiences. My, the thing that I loved, like, my ex she encompassed this freedom she introduced me to this freedom the mm -hmm. freedom has become more important to me my freedom okay um, the older I have gotten has become much more centralized as an important factor and um, whether it's financial freedom or spiritual freedom or queer freedom or whatever the fuck you know um, uh, 
that's become really important to me. Like, and so the freedom that that lifestyle can, and it's making me kind of a better person because I used to be kind of shitty about things like, oh, I'm single, <laughs> I'm gonna do what's fun, you know? Right. Like, that's a part of who I am. I, I'm, I'm B and I tend to keep that bitch under control a little bit. You know what I mean? But sometimes right. I let her run wild and sometimes she needs that. Yes, and hang on. <laughs> that's just fun. That's what pride turned in. Pride was pride again. I dubbed this year's pride 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 again because I just was all over the place making all sorts of just let her run wild sometimes, right? You know? Why is there not video of this? <laughs> oh my god, I'm telling you. Thank God there's not. Right. <laughs> All over the place, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, so the comment that I got mm -hmm, yes. from someone the other day. Yes, yes. We were watching reruns of Shameless. Because oh, I love that's that my daughter's fave. I love that show, and yes. I've seen everything on Netflix, yes. and I've re-watching them. And um, there, I don't remember. It was like a, a scene with, I don't know, it was probably with Ian and Mickey, because we oh, yeah, yeah. started back over. And... Um, he made a comment about that's so gay or something like that. I'm like, what? Damn. I'm like, well, obviously, right? <laughs> you know, accurate. <laughs> right? I'm like, it's too. They're gay. gay. So yes, that's exactly pretty what fucking gay. <laughs> and then I'm, like and, in the definition of gay. So then I'm exactly like. <laughs> so then I so then I started thinking. So then I that there for a minute. I started thinking. Um, about you know what you talked about earlier about men having the lesbian fantasy and so i said okay so let me ask you something because most men i know have this fantasy right and i was like okay so is it different if it's two women right. and he said no so he apparently he's one of the rare well, men who doesn't guys, like that yeah. he's like no uh he's gay probably probably i should Ish. Tell him, i should tell him that i'm like are you sure you haven't explored something professional diagnosis <laughs> And his and he's like, no, that's bad too, because it's just like gay is just yeah, only yeah, gay, okay. I can't, yeah. And so I'm like, so does it bother you that I've been with a woman? Which I don't think he knew up until that point. And I'm like, does it bother you that I've been with a woman? He's like, let me put it to you this way: people can be gay all they want. I just don't want to see, see it. it. Ew! I fucking hate that. <laughs> so, yeah, what is your response to that? Mm. It's been a long time since I've heard that phrase, and I was just like, Yeah, really? that's interesting. That's, I didn't know anybody still said that. Yeah, that's like, and exactly what I said in that post, too. Right. Like, a, oh, yeah. Um, I, I think fuck off. I, I think <laughs> I that um, if I have to look at... I, I mean, I, I think there's a couple of misconceptions. I think okay. that one, um, and, and I, I, I was sitting in a graduate student classroom, so I was a grad student at the time, okay. so we're, I'm with grown-ups-ish, and yeah. um, at OU, and um, there was this young man who always flirted with me, this young black man, cute, little, cute guy, uh, and we were fine, we were friendly and stuff, but I, I can tell I'm not dumb. And uh, he, uh, we were talking, and, and we were talking about gay, and we were talking, and he said, but am I wrong? If I don't, which, yes, probably. Anytime somebody leads with that, I'm like, yes, I'm probably. To tell them yes. Yes, you, you probably are. Um, <laughs> am like, I wrong? That's like the I'm not that's racist, the thing, but. <laughs> but I'm not racist, but I'm not right, right? So <laughs> am I wrong if I don't want my daughter to go to, to be at a, a, a gay person's house? So I said, Yes, you are wrong because you're confusing homosexuality with 
being a pedophile, right? Oh, is so, that what he was worried right, about? Right, so most pedophiles oh. are straight, white men. Statistically, I'm not going to throw out a statistic because I don't have data to back right. it up, but like, you know, do some research. There's, there's, it's, it's mostly straight people. You know what I mean? You're confusing that, right? Like, yeah. there's, there's not a they bigger mean number. They doesn't mean they want your child. No, that's fucking gross. <laughs> and you're confusing those two things. And I said, second, and so then I told him. That's like people who equate homosexuality with bestiality. Right. That's two different. No, no that's different. fucking stupid. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, that it's that's ignorant. That's ignorant. And and it's just ignorant. And 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 you should know better. It's ignorant. We should all know better. You know what I mean? And I I told him I was like, you know, I had. My ex, well, gay marriage wasn't legal when I was with my my right. one of seven years. But had it been that I would have married that bitch because she was wrong all the time, and I'm sure at some point it would have been like a thing. And so, I mean, I wore her ring. She proposed. It was a thing, but it wasn't legal. Right. Good because I would have been gay divorced by now. Right. But I um, got you the Yeah, they would have got the me. Yeah, that would have been bad. So, but he did. I was like, and his jaw dropped because he had no idea because I don't quote look gay. You know what I mean? I'm never sure what that means, but yeah. <laughs> but you do. Like, and it's my privilege speaking, too. Like, I can remember sitting at a bar with uh, my lesbian, one of my homegirls, she's gay. And uh, uh, there was a woman that walked up that was masculine-ish, you know what I mean? Okay. It expressed herself differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just trying to get laid because that's Fair where enough. I live at life. And so she goes, that's, that's what I'm thinking about, right? Right, I'm thinking about. <laughs> so, like, this woman walks up and I tell my friend. I envy people that look like that. And sometimes your privilege gets checked and you don't even realize it's about to because you think that you're above that because you think you recognize all your privileges and you know you're like enlightened and shit. And my friend turned and looked at me and she said, you have no fucking idea what she goes through on a regular basis to Mm. be who she is. That's true. And I felt like a piece of shit because I'm just trying to get laid and no, I didn't think about like, you know what I mean? Like how that woman, like, yeah, no, I can pass. You know what I mean? Um, for a lot of different things, right? Like, I express my native self. I mean, the cheekbones for sure, you know what I mean? But I have green eyes, you know what I mean? I express my queerness, but you wouldn't look at me. I don't have it stamped across my forehead. (laughs) I have started to put it across my forehead. I've started to wear rainbow. I started to put out gay energy because I missed women, and I wanted women to know, hi, I'm gay, and no, I don't want to be your friend. I have enough friends, and like... (laughs) Yeah, that's not what this is. No, that's not what this is. Let's be gay together. And, uh, that's a good thing. You know, like <laughs> right? So it's different, you know what I mean? But you have to recognize your privilege. And even when you think you recognize all your privileges, you probably don't. You know what I mean? And no, I got checked I in the middle of a bar. You know what yeah. I mean? I got checked and my ass got checked and I recognized it, you know? I'm like, yeah, you're right. That was shitty and... She's cute, though. Like, right. like, let's get back to the topic. Let's, like, get, let's get back to this. this right. Is, are you available? Right. Yeah, I was being a douche. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> You're like, point taken. Right, right, right. Mm. Yeah, can I get that number? Right, right, right. Back to my mission. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. You can contact the podcast at brokebrokenpodcast at gmail.com. The Broken Broken Podcast can be found on Twitter at Broke Broken Show, on Instagram and Facebook at Broke Broken Podcast.